0: This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news, thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus.
1: Coming up, supercars champs Trans Am trouble. F1 fever. Melbourne erupts as Ferrari takes Australian Grand Prix. Give me a licence boost boss reveals battle for own team plus the future of calder park and adelaide international Raceway.
0: all this and more straight ahead on parked up plus with mark fogarty
1: hi there race fans formula one dominated over the weekend but there's plenty going on elsewhere supercars champion shane van gisbergen has been gagged about his trans am debut at bathurst this weekend Under pressure from supercars, Van Gisbergen is not talking about racing in the low-cost V8 series. He'll race a Trans Am Chevrolet Camaro at Mount Panorama during this weekend's Bathurst six-hour Easter meeting. Supercars big wigs aren't happy at all, and they've tried to dissuade SVG from racing in Trans Am. Good luck with that. He's had approval from his AAA team boss, Jamie Wincup. To add Trans Am to his extracurricular racing activities. Now, it's already been announced that Van Gisbergen will competing Trans Am rounds that don't clash with his Supercars commitments, but Supercars has tried to stop him and muzzled him heading to Bathurst. My information is that despite the resistance from Supercars, he will race at Bathurst and beyond in Trans Am. Now. It's not the first time Supercars has tried to stop its stars competing in another category. Before it took over the Bathurst 12-hour, V8 drivers were warned against GT racing and, more latterly, also TCR. It didn't work. Labour laws mean drivers are free to race anywhere. But the fact that SVG, Australasia's most versatile driver, has been warned against competing in Trans Am, well... It's worrying. Van Gisbergen is at the top of his game at the moment. Another big weekend at Albert Park proves that. More from SVG later in the show. Still on Supercars, Boost Mobile boss Peter Adderton has, again, spoken out against Supercars. Always controversial, Aderton claims he's been denied the chance to set up his own team.
2: Yeah, it is, and I'll I'll touch on that because I've... Approach them about us having a team and getting the wrecks. and um it, it's almost like they don't want me in there. Um, in fact, I probably argue they don't want me in there. I mean, I'm very vocal, obviously. Um, I have a lot of things that uh, I think we could do to make it improved and better. Um, and uh, it's almost like I'm being blocked. I have asked them to sell me two wrecks. No one seems to want to get back to me. I've asked them if there's because you know i'm I'm not a believer in uh, teams having four cars right? Mm. If you've got four cars, then all four should be running at the front and all four should be vying against each other. But it's not, you know, you've got two teams out there that have got two cars that are kind of like the favorites and the rest of the rental cars being bought by other drivers. And and my attitude is if I'm sitting there, Boost is willing and ready to go to put together a team that we want to put up to the front of the grid to have more than just Red Bull and Shell. And we're not getting anybody to call us back. I mean, it's pretty evident that uh, they don't want me in there.
1: Addison, there speaking from his global Boost Mobile headquarters in Los Angeles. Addison also wonders where Supercar's new ownership is heading.
2: Well, I think based on what I've seen so far, our bid was actually successful by not getting it. Um, I think, you know, sometimes you look at the deals that you lose as uh, as the ones that you actually end up winning. Um, I haven't seen a change, to be honest with you, you know, and, and I've been fairly critical of, uh, of the series over the past and, you know, we kind of limped out of 2021 and we basically limped into 2022 at sydney motorsport park and um you know i, I think it's a, it's a shame i think these guys had an opportunity to really do something different the the digital assets are the same the marketing's the same the commentary the same um i'm not seeing the um revolution or the evolution that we thought we'd be getting with uh, with the new owners to be honest with you and Everyone goes, well, I'll give them time. And I'm like, you don't get time in today's world. Right? You've got to make it happen now or you've easily forgotten.
1: Peter Adderton is never short of a controversial opinion. And he had a lot more to say. You'll hear it all on Parked Up when it returns on Thursday. More after this short break.
3: Racing cars need racing fuel. And race fuels is the best, most convenient way to power through your next meeting. Our famous Elf Race 102 is the control fuel of choice for the Touring Car Masters. It's available at the Bowsers at Sydney Motorsport Park and the Bend, and it's available in drums at Winton. Imported direct from France, Elf Race 102 is affordable horsepower. For more details, head to racefuels.com.au. You're
0: listening to Parked Up Plus.
1: Welcome back. Returning to Albert Park, and the Australian Grand Prix was an unqualified success. Record crowds and a Ferrari victory made it memorable. The atmosphere was electric and the F1 racing was, well, it was better. Wasn't an epic race, but the vibe around the event was extraordinary. The challenge for the organizers now is to keep the momentum going next year and beyond. A return to being the first race in March next year would work even better or maybe try a late round in November. In the supercars, Shane Van Gisbergen won two of the four races, sharing the honours with Chaz Mostert. SVG won the overall Larry Perkins trophy as he continues to contend in, well, whatever he races. He defends his Bathurst six-hour title this weekend in a front-running BMW, and, well, he just can't get enough racing.
3: Yeah, I, f- I was just saying, like, even Weber asked, how do you jump from a rally car to supercar? But I don't find it's hard to adjust, and I-, I feel really good, like, it's week five or six in a row, and I feel like I'm driving better every weekend. So, yeah, it's not tough at all. Driving race cars is pretty fun, and, yeah, it's definitely better for my skills when I'm always driving. Mm.
1: And a big chance again yep. in the Bathurst 6 Hour.
3: Yeah, but it's going to be tough this year. I think if you... Of the other teams have hired supercar drivers and spent more money and stuff, so certainly won't be easy. But, yeah, see what happens.
1: Van Gisbergen also confirmed he wants to compete in September's Rally New Zealand round of the World Rally Championship.
3: Yeah, quite good. I got permission from Jamie, and i got some sponsors lined up, but everyone in New Zealand wants to do that one, so there's not many cars available. So trying to find a car, maybe I'll use the car used last week get it over there and but i need to do more like um i can't just do rally new zealand it's a three-day rally it's too much of a step up so i need to find another rally or two
1: in more supercars news the newcastle 500's return this year is looking increasingly doubtful it's not going to happen next month and with adelaide's return schedule for the season ender Newcastle's comeback is odds-on to wait until the start of next season. Supercar Supremo Shane Howard, well, he's non-committal about the Newcastle 500 happening this year.
0: Um, yeah, we're, I'm currently working with um, Destination New South Wales and, um, and, the, and uh, the Newcastle, the CEO uh, Jeremy uh, Bath, um, to work out the, the best date for the Newcastle event. And so we're working through that process and uh, you know, looking to advise you know, in the next few weeks when, when, when that will be.
1: So the plan is for it to still go ahead this year, so
0: what are we looking at, I guess, August, September? Um, I can't confirm the date at this point. Um, as I said, I've got to consult with uh, DNSW and, um, and the city. And find out, you know, and work out what is the best date um, to really showcase that event at its highest level but for this year. Yeah, we haven't decided yeah, the date yet. So there's sorry to push, but there's still some doubt that it will go ahead this year. We might be looking at opening the season next year. I, I, I can't confirm that. We're just working through the process with the, gov- with the government and the city to find that uh, find the date. What date options have got available to us?
1: Howard also confirms that the New Zealand round schedule for September is still yet to be locked in.
0: Uh, no, we're working with the New, Ze- New Zealand government. know, um, yeah, we, we've got uh, we do have an issue with the uh, freight costs at the moment uh, and the logistics, just the shortage of aircrafts and, and the costs, which um, we're working with the. Uh, yeah, you know, with, with, with the government there to um, see how we can best uh, overcome those issues.
1: Well, last week we told you about plans for a new super circuit west of Melbourne. Now, of course, that begs the question of what's happening with Calder Park and for that matter, Adelaide International Raceway. They're both owned by the Jane family, lasting legacies of late racing legend Bob Jane. His son Rodney made his comeback to racing at the weekend in the Porsche Carrera Cup. Rodney heads the Bob Jane Teamhouse Empire and despite both Calder and AIR lying fellow, well, apparently he has no intention of giving them up.
2: No, look, it's not. Look, you know, like I'm not. I wouldn't say my dad was emotionally passionate about motorsport beyond sort of commercial sense. Um, That's not me and I guess that's because I had to clean up the mess that came from that. Um, but, you know, I admire him for everything he built and, you know, his, his passion for motorsport. You know, for me, it's got to make commercial sense. You know, they're not cheap venues to own and run. But at the end of the day, you know, I want motorsport to be at them. We've got two tracks, 25 ks from the city. Um, you know, that aren't just, you know, motorsport tracks. They've got great viabilities, outdoor venues. Um, both of them have got, you know, capabilities to, to, to develop an ecosystem around their uses. And, you know, if enough support... If enough people support it, um, you know, they've got a great future. And, the la- you know, like I, I could have started developing them years ago, but that's not the plan. You know, the plan is to keep motorsport there. But, you know, we need the support of the community of motorsport, you know, at, at, at a national level, state level
1: and community level. Much more from Rodney Jane in an upcoming episode of Parked Up. Now, along with the Melbourne Grand Prix, it was a big weekend in racing around the world. Here's Grant Rowley with a wrap-up of all the action from Albert Park and beyond.
4: The focus of the world was on Albert Park, and for the first time, the Formula One Heineken Australian Grand Prix was run and won by Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, who now holds a 34-point advantage in the world driver's title thanks to his clean sweep, pole position, race win and fastest lap. The Red Bull of Sergio Perez finished second and George Russell for Mercedes rounded out the podium places. Aussie Daniel Ricciardo was impressive, finishing sixth in his McLaren. The lead support act was the Repco Supercars Championship and it was a Holden domination. Birthday boy Chaz Mostert and Championship leader Shane Van Gisbergen split the race wins, but it was the latter who took the Larry Perkins Trophy despite a delaminated tyre, dropping him to 20th in the final race. The next round of the Supercars Championship is the Perth Supernight at Wanneroo Raceway on April 30 to May 1. Joey Mawson was victorious in the Lawn S5000 Australian Drivers' Championship, taking two of the three race wins. While Versa Motorsports, Shay Davies took his maiden victory for both himself and the team in the twilight of Saturday. Mawson leads the title, heading into City Motorsport Park on May 27-29, in what promises to be a packed Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championships lineup, it was a near fairy tale finish for French bound Aaron Love as he took three of the four wins in what was a new era for the Pena Dixon Carrera Cup Australia Championship, as it welcomed the latest generation Porsche 911 GT3 Cup car. Love, driving one of three Bob Jane Team Mart's entries, was involved in an incident in the final race, allowing McElroy Racing's Harry Jones to secure the final victory. While Love heads to France to prepare for a new Carrera Cup challenge, the rest of the field heads to Winton on May 21-22. Overseas, Joseph Newgarden won in IndyCar on the streets of Long Beach, ahead of Romain Grosjean and Alex Palau. Kiwi Scott Dixon finished down in 14th. MotoGP headed to the Circus of Americas, where Ine Bastiani on his Grissini Ducati became the first repeat winner of the 2022 season. Suzuki's Alex Rins and Aussie Ducati rider Jack Miller rounded out the podium, while Remy Garner was 20th on his KTM. Kiwi Mitch Evans won the Rome Formula E-Prix, while over in Martinsville for the latest round of the NASCAR Cup Series, it was Chevrolet's William Byron who led home Joey Logano and Austin Dillon. That is The Weekend in Motorsports. I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus. And finally,
1: how do you pronounce the name of the Australian Grand Prix winner? Is it Charles Leclerc or Charles Leclerc? Well, you'll hear F1 commentators use both, which is confusing. Strictly speaking, the Ferrari star, a native of French-speaking Monaco, is Charles Leclerc, but so many Formula One drivers' names have been anglicised over the years, so Charles Leclerc is acceptable, and he doesn't mind. Either works for him. Leclerc, Leclerc, either way, he's Charlie Leclerc, and the way he's going, he's on his way to becoming the first Monégasque Formula One world champion. Okay, that's it for now back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport in the meantime tune in to parked up with grant rowley and tony delberto on thursday for more discussion and debate on local and international racing i'm mark fogey thanks for listening
0: you've just listened to another network R production